everyone, and welcome to Saved, a podcast intended to encourage, inspire, and uplift you while learning the Word of God and giving praise to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. From working with shamans and exploring many, many different spiritual teachings, I found one thing to be true, and that is that truth is in Christ. It is my intention to keep spreading the Word of God, continue growing closer to God, and keep building a community of brothers and sisters. With that said, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, please rate and leave a review so that other people can easily find us and we can continue building our community in Christ. Let's get started with today's episode. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to the second episode of Saved by Grace Through Faith with your girl Ivy. So today is a very, I want to talk about something very interesting. Um, as you guys may or may not know, I'm actually on a one-year Bible reading plan to read my Bible. I uh, have actually never read the Bible, and even though I grew up in Catholic school, I will tell you something that is 100% transparent. I'm being totally honest with you guys. Even though I grew up in um, a Catholic school, private school, and we did quote-unquote study the Bible... I never really paid attention. Something that I will say why I don't fully agree and believe in our school system is because you don't have to understand something to pass it. Do you want to know what I'm noticing? And this is obviously just from observation and um, experience. I don't remember a lot of things from school, but I was always in the honor roll. I was always in the honor roll. It's because I'm good at memorizing stuff. I am good at memorizing stuff and I'm not good at, I don't want to say I'm not good at it. If it doesn't really interest me, um, I will say that like it's very hard for me to sit there and want to try to understand something. So even though I'm familiar with these stories, I don't remember people's names. I don't remember how it ends, all those things. But because I feel like I've actually woken up and, you know, I'm, I'm really, my whole heart has the intention to be with Jesus and be with God again. I really am <laughs> so devoted to understanding the Bible and understanding um, how things play out, you know, everything from Genesis to Revelations. I want to understand how all of it happened. I want to understand why the Old Testament is the Old Testament and why the, well, I mean, I, re- I really know why, but I want to understand it in its entirety. I want to understand the lineages and I want to understand how we get to where we are today, right? So with that being said, um, there is an, I want to, in today's episode, what I want to focus on is truth, truth and integrity, basically. Um, I, heavily talked about these kind of things on my social media when I was life coaching and on my previous podcast but this is like I want to give you a different perspective a different point of view obviously one that is more related to Jesus and I want to give you an example from the Bible okay the main thing that I want to discuss is how I know I've talked about this before on one of my platforms and it's basically how we have a personal truth and then there is like a truth truth, right? Just because 
your feelings got hurt that your teacher didn't pick you to be line leader at school, right? You could have, as a kid, you could have taken it as, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm a bad student, right? That becomes in that moment, those feelings, that story that you put in your head, that becomes a momentary personal truth. But the, the, I want to say the collective truth or like the real truth, the truth that, you know, on everybody else's understanding is that's not the case at all. Okay, so I want you to keep in mind that there are two truths to, to almost everything. And with that, I also want everyone to keep in mind to <laughs> not be blinded either right we have personal truths and then we have people who pretend that their truth is this pretend that their truth is that when in reality um you know a lot of the times when they pretend that their truth is something they pretend to be the victim when they are truly not the victim of the story in fact they are very much the victimizer um but we will get into that but what i want to read is an excerpt john 8 verse 31 you can read along with me if you have your bible or you can just listen it's either way is fine okay it says jesus said to the people who believed in him you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. But we are descendants of Abraham, they said. We have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean you will be set free? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is a slave of sin. A slave is not a permanent member of the family, but a son is part of the family forever. So if the son sets you free, you are truly free. Yes, I realize you are descendants of Abraham, and yet some of you are trying to kill me because there's no room in your hearts for my message. I am telling you what I saw when I was with my father, but you are following the advice of your father. Jumping to verse 42, Jesus, said, Jesus tells them, If God were your father, you would love me because I have come to you from God. I am not here on my own, but he sent me. Why can't you understand what I'm saying? It's because you can't even hear me. For you are the children of your father, the devil. And you love to do evil things that he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character. For he is a liar and the father of lies. So when I tell you the truth, you just naturally don't believe me. Verse 47 says, anyone who belongs to God listens gladly to the words of God. But you don't listen because you don't belong to God. And this, I wanted to bring this up because many of us try to twist our lives, our stories, our situations to fit in with our truth and although I do believe in that at times I'm now understanding that the the this the bible all these teachings they are guidance it's basically you're already handed instructions for life we all sit here and we go through things and we wonder why like life doesn't give you an instruction book or da, 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 all these things and like actually yeah it does be a good person don't lie 
And, you know, sometimes I, I understand that things can get really difficult and then our emotions kind of cloud our judgment because it's clouding our truth. When we don't lean on God is when we do stupid things. Can I like, amen, you know, that is a fact. That is a fact that I have lived with for 30 years. And I'm just now understanding and realizing and like accepting And part of me wishes I had accepted it sooner. So when I tell you that there is truth, when I speak the truth, it's not just my truth. It is a personal truth and a collective truth. I have been through one of the hardest years of my life, okay? And there's been so much manipulation with, with stories and feelings well you know what feelings actually don't make shit true i'm just gonna be real because these believers of jesus christ they're the they believed in him but they wanted to believe in him and you know they wanted to do some of his teachings and some of them they don't agree with and that's when jesus was saying that's what you know you're killing me you are truly a follower you are truly a disciple if you accept and keep alive my teachings and this is something that we do all the time we want to manipulate what good is so that we can feel good even though we're not doing things the right way right we want to give like our half truth and you know and i think that's what a lot of people are doing they're living half truths well technically i'm not lying i don't know how many times i've said that Technically and morally are two different things. And at the end of this life, you're going to have to answer morally, not technically. Because I guarantee you, technically, God isn't good with you cheating somebody, hurting somebody, lying to somebody, um, abusing somebody, whether it's verbal or mental or physical. And that's another thing too. And that's why I want to talk about truth and integrity. Like have integrity with your word. Don't lie and manipulate the truth to make you seem like a good person when in reality you are not at all being that way, acting that way, or anything like that. You know, I know many, I have many examples that... I can present, I don't care to present, but I have many examples where I can present how people are on social media. And then in real life, they are not like that in the slightest. In the slightest. It is a joke. And let me tell you something. God does not care what the world thinks of you. God does not care how many people feel bad for you. He cares how you live he cares if you are in truth and not your truth are you in his truth god don't care about social media it's what happens behind closed doors that god takes account for we are already given the way we are given a a manual for life how to do life We make things harder than they really are because we're not willing 
to give up the things that are we are a slave to right if you're sinning that's what that's what this is saying if you're still sinning you're still a slave to sin if you're still sinning right and uh, a god is not expecting you to be perfect overnight but it is a practice how can I be more loving today? How can I control my emotions? How can I be less bitter? How can I be less greedy? How can I how can I not be angry at this person anymore? How can I forgive this person for what they did? And if I don't know how, let me lean on God to give me the strength to do so. That is the teaching. I mean most of it. <laughs> Like the gist of it. Don't do anything that God doesn't want you to do. Because whether you like it or not, these people are your brothers and your sisters. Now when Jesus says, you serve your father, the devil, he's not saying that the devil made you. And I want to I wanna touch on this because this is something I talked about in my YouTube video. Um, I briefly talked about like maybe we're not from the same creator because I don't understand how if we are from the same creator and God has called me, how come he's only calling me and not all of his children? And what I will say to that after studying this verse, it's not that God or that we are from different creators, but who we choose to serve. How we choose to live our life is reflecting who we're choosing to serve. Okay, so yes, people have people, certain small amount of people, very, very small amount of people have heavily, heavily abused me mentally, emotionally, right? Harassed me, bullied me online too. Like we're adults and you're still doing an online bullying stuff. That is not a good look. I never retaliated against that. I still have the evidence of that. You know, there's just, it's, it's amazing when people show their true colors and who they're choosing to serve. And the thing that's given me strength throughout all of this really has been prayer and, and like reconnecting my, my relationship with Jesus. I don't know if I would be able to have, you know, taken or been okay with where I'm at because what happened to me caused major PTSD in my life. It got to the point where driving in certain places, uh, my chest would feel really heavy and I would start to have a hard time breathing. And all these, like all my anxiety would come up, literally just driving on a street. It didn't matter what time. You know, like there's just things that would just trigger it and it was just a major major PTSD um but I don't feel that at all anymore I'm kind of in a thing like bring it like I'm actually not here to fight because I know who is gonna fight for me nothing formed against me will stand and I know that for a fact I have I have done my best and I'm still trying because, again, I'm not perfect. But I do my best and I've done my best. And I will always continue to do my best to not be a shitty person. No matter how angry I am, no matter how much I want to do something, I'm not going to. I don't feel the need to fight a battle that God is going to just 
work out perfectly for me. I have zero desire to be in control anymore. I've literally surrendered it all to God. And it's scary at first because we have so many addictions. I'm addicted to being in control, right? And that could be... um that could be a a trauma response. We a lot of people like to be in control because so much so many things in their life has had happened that was not in their control, so it makes them feel secure when they are in control. I was I mean, I was sort of like that. I like to plan things and, you know, um but I was also I also like to be spontaneous in certain things. But most of the time, I like to know things in advance. I hate surprises. I need to know what's going to happen. I need to know the details from A to Z. And I'm just not there anymore. Like I literally have given up trying to control things. And with that, I have surrendered all my anxiety. I've surrendered all my, you know, all the heaviness. It's gone. But I also had to give up my need to be in control. I had to raise up my faith so that I trusted someone else to be in control. And that is God. That is Jesus. That is like praying instead of talking about somebody, right? Instead of gossiping and instead of allowing hate to take over me, I prayed. And now I literally have no room in my heart for hate. And that is because I have surrendered it all to God. Surrendering hate isn't just like, oh, I want God, please take all of this out of my heart. In Jesus name, amen. Like, I feel like if we go back to some spiritual practices, there's a balance of stuff, right? If you expect the hate, right, and the anxiety to be lifted from you, There is something that you also have to raise the bar in. You want want God to take away the hate in your heart, the anxiety that is in your body? Pray on it, but understand that like, hey, maybe I have to raise up, like I have to really work on my faith too. Maybe I have to up my faith game. Maybe I have to up my love game. I think it's beautiful. I think it's so beautiful how... It, it really gets to be that simple. And it's so funny because I, I find myself saying the same things I used to say as a, as a life coach, but I'm understanding it in a different way. And in my opinion, in a way that makes way more sense than just energy. I used to just talk about energy and energy and blah, blah, blah. And like energy is true, but this is bigger than energy, right? This is about life after death. This is about everlasting life. This is about the person who came to save the world. And what are you doing with this opportunity? So keep in mind about if you are that person who is doing half-truths, speaking half-truths, you living that way completely out of integrity because you would rather have the world see you and think of you in a different, in like a certain way. Know that God sees you. He sees your heart. He sees how you are good, but you're choosing to put the world above him. You are in this world. You are not of it. You are of God. You were made in God's image. I don't care who's listening right now. 
You were made in God's image. Who are you choosing to serve, right? Which father are you choosing to serve? You get a choice. And if you can't work through that, then I invite you to go to church. I feel like any church that is that is really spreading the gospel doesn't like force belief systems on you. They kind of just tell you and you get to be like, yes, this is true. Or like that doesn't vibe with me. It's so weird because these teachings that I'm learning now or like relearning and none of this vibed with me when I was little, but I understand it now. I understand like all of it now. And it's because I'm not being like I, I with my church, how we're when we, have service and we're learning the gospel it's not shoved down my throat like this is the word um you don't follow this you're going to hell that's basically how I grew up I don't believe in that I mean my church that I grew up in that's basically like the vibe that you would get I mean they really like in my the one the church I go to now really breaks it down and they they under they help me understand right and i feel like just like we talk to kids you can't tell them don't cross the street without looking and then not tell them why you have to tell them what's going to happen and help them understand you can't just tell them not to do something and then you don't tell them why right it's kind of like that help them understand hey you know, I'm asking you not to do this because I don't want you to get hurt. You know, I don't want you to climb on the counters because you might slip and then you're going to fall and you might hit your head on the floor. Like explain everything to them. That's what I have to do. Otherwise, I'm just telling my kid not to do X, Y, Z. And it's like nobody's understanding anything and we're not even communicating. And that, in my opinion, I feel like that was like the the gap between, you know, learning the Bible and then like me embracing it. Nobody, nobody really like broke it down for me. All it was is like, okay, this is what it's saying. You're going to go to hell if you don't do that. It's like they, I don't want to say they were too lazy, but people don't learn that way. I'm sorry. I don't care how old we are. Right. I, this is how I talk to my five year old, like, hey, don't do this because this going to happen. This might happen. This might happen. I really don't want you to get hurt. And she understands and she listens, you know. And I think that that. From my observation, that's what it that's what it was for me. So I want to leave you guys with this. Be mindful of the truth. And it's not you don't get to dictate truth. You don't get to dictate somebody else's truth. And I want to say this now um, because <laughs> it's, it's amazing how people try to manipulate like your truth is wrong and my truth is right. So the only example that I could think of in doing this is, you know, I, uh, something that happened or things that, ha that have transpired in the last year with people bullying me and stuff there was a point where they were being called out on like harassing and bullying and the response is no I'm passionate you don't get to dictate if you're hurting somebody 
just because you think that or you know just because your truth in your head is that okay maybe you are no one is saying you're not but you don't get to act however you want to act if it crosses somebody else's boundaries if you are hurting them if you are doing something that you know you wouldn't want to one be done to you to be done to any of your family members including you know your kids your nieces your nephews you don't get to say i'm being passionate right because guess what killers are passionate too something i learned is that a lot of the times th- there's a reason why husbands and wives are usually the first suspect or the spouse is the first suspect when it comes to um when it comes to a murder is because it was an act out of passion don't say things like that okay i want to put that out there because you don't get to dictate somebody else's truth you have your truth they have their truth you don't your truth doesn't mean just because you are feeling how you feel doesn't mean your truth is the only truth and this is why i'm saying the bible is a guide does jesus want you doing this does god want you doing this that is my guide but beyond that there's just some things that are common sense like that was just silly to me but whatever my point being is you get to have your truth but you don't get to dictate anybody else's truth you don't and if you are truly a follower of god you're truly a follower of jesus your truth should be in alignment with what does the bible say about this action what does the bible say about this um this lang- the language that i'm using what does the bible say about me feeling this feeling this feeling of hate or any feeling of hate or or wishing bad upon somebody even things like jealousy right that it's a sin and it doesn't mean that you're wrong it just means that there's something to practice there's there's parts of yourself that yes you need to heal and you need to practice on being bigger than that because you come from God. There is no room for hate in God. Be mindful, guys. Be mindful of truth and stay in integrity. I encourage you guys. Maybe if you've never done it before, just try praying. Not praying in the way I'm like repeating a prayer you're not just saying the our father and then like okay good night prayer is opening your heart it's connecting can you listen can you actually listen and it's not that you're gonna you're gonna get um a response verbally in your head or in your ear but it could be a feeling right i pray for peace and then something maybe i don't feel it in that moment but something will happen a song will play and it just brings me so much peace right boom prayer answered i pray for energy a lot of the time because you know single mom of two kids and one is going to school so i i work nights and then i stay up late at night because i'm i'm in school right now too so i sleep past midnight and i have to wake up really early for to get my daughter ready for school i drop them off or i drop her off and then me and my younger one i'm watching the kids by myself pretty much all day you know like i pray for energy all the time and 
I'm not going to say it works all the time, but those moments where I don't get the energy right away, I will tell you that I am bestowed patience. Patience? (laughs) Patience. I need more patience. And God gives that to me. Pray. If something doesn't feel good, pray. It doesn't matter how little it is, how big it is. I'm grumpy today because I didn't sleep well, blah, blah. Okay, pray. My boss pissed me off today because they said, okay, pray. My kid is just going crazy today. I don't know what I'm going to do. I want to pull my hair out. Okay, pray. Try it. Honestly, what's the worst that can happen, right? (laughs) All right, guys, I'm going to end this here. I love you guys so much, and I hope that you guys are enjoying this. Again, if you are getting anything out of this, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review and rate it. Um, I really want to, you know, get this community growing. Don't forget, we can always be saved by grace through faith. Have a good one, guys.